0: in Wilmington, Delaware. Turn it up. It's the Core Link Solution Radio Show with James Russo Sr. Faith, art, vocation, education. He talks about it all. Let's go. Let's go. What's happening, family? Welcome to your Friday afternoon. Thank you for being with me. You know my goal is to empower you with awareness and actionable insights. And I I love to do that through conversations about faith, arts, vocation, and education. FAVE, if you want to remember the acronym. By the way, which are the pillars of our station, At Holy Culture Radio, and so if you didn't know that, you should know that. That's the pillars of content programming for Holy Culture Radio: faith, arts, vocation, education. And today, two topics. I think we have to talk about. Topic number one: How are you thinking about sharing your faith in twenty twenty four? What's your plan? What's your game plan, family? How are you going to share your faith this year? And then in the career clinic, want to talk about networking? How might you network this year and share a few tips for some of us? Networking truly is work, like capital work in the word network, okay? And I'm an introvert by nature. You may not have known that, but I've learned over the years some things, and I would love to pass along some tips because many of us want to build more relationships in 2024. Let's do this. Let's kick it off with this week's Wait or Wait winner. It's Save Atlanta from Unified Music, E-Serve, Prayer P, and Enlightenment. Hey, thank you for being with your boy on this Friday afternoon. It is raining cats and dogs here. And I was about to say once we in Delaware, but actually I'm in Glen Mills PA today. You want to know why? Do you want to know why family? We have a new location. We just started part one of the move, which is moving all the office stuff. And then we'll move the studio later this quarter prayerfully by the end of March. Keep us in prayer for real. Y'all know how moves can be and it just gets a little bit more complicated when it's a radio studio with all the high-speed connections and da 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 So you get it. You get it for sure. Hey, listen, if you are not connected with the Healthy, Well-Balanced Church, if you're not in a community of believers, I really want to encourage you to do so. Text HOLY to 21346, family. Get connected. Get prayer. Be part of a community. Grow. Walk with people. Do life with people, fam. Don't forsake that opportunity. You know, one of the things that occurred to me this week is I'm, I'm a movie buff. I, I and unfortunately, I'm not just a categorical movie buff. I'm one of those people who I have a few movies I like and I can watch them over and over again. And I don't get tired of them like I and this is one movie that I started watching man, 15 years ago. maybe It seems like 15 years ago, maybe 10 years ago. The Temptations movie. It's a great movie a great movie about watching some brothers grow up and go into the entertainment industry and I mean who, who doesn't like temptation songs right I may be dating myself I'm okay with that but in the movie there's this one particular part that speaks to me when it comes to thinking about artistry and thinking about being a creative or just thinking about work in general I'm gonna play this clip and then I'll come back and talk about it probably the most unique part of the whole operation was the quality control meetings Barry borrowed this from his days working at the Ford plant. He would gather key executives, songwriters, and producers together, and every record would get voted on for its hit potential. For the longest time, it seemed we couldn't even get a record that they thought was good enough. Who thinks it's a hit? Okay. If you were down to your last dollar, would you buy this record or a sandwich? Sandwich. Sandwich. I think that clip says a lot. So, one, what I love about it is he gives context of what happens in these quality sessions, and that Barry Gordon, excuse me, Barry Gordy took them from his learnings at working in the plant, right? Operationalizing things, but having to deliver things with high quality, having to deliver things in high quality. And one of the things they did at that plant were the quality control meetings. And so he brought that over into the record label. And would have these meetings, what he said with producers and A&R folks and whatnot, to listen to each new song. And he didn't ask pivotal questions. He didn't just say, how do you like the song? He asked a very clear question. How many of you would spend your money for the song? And then when a lot of people said yes, he followed up and said, okay, you're down to your last dollar. You buy this song or do you buy a sandwich? And they all said, well, okay, in that context, I'm buying a sandwich. And I'm not sure we need to be that critical, But I would say to us that, man, as we create art and want to bring it out into the world, we should have a quality control mechanism. We should have a way of looking at it to make sure it meets some standards. And whether you do it, you do it with your loved ones, you do it with a group of people that you trust to give you constructive criticism and feedback. It is a process that is worth its while because what you don't want to do I don't believe any of us want to do is take advantage of less gatekeepers and less barriers and less things to bring work to market. But the work does not meet a standard that we're proud of. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Hey, family. At the top of the show, I told you I would talk a little bit today about, And matter of fact, I asked you a question. How will you share your faith in 2024? We often started the year with big things, big ideas, a lot of intention. But how will you actually do it? And so Hanania Harrington, who we belovedly called Jay Inside the Walls of Holy Culture, wrote a wonderful article about sharing your faith in 2024. And I wanna go through a few points of that article cause it may be helpful to you. And she goes through four essential tips. So for you note takers, go ahead and outline your paper. There are gonna be four essential tips. And the first tip she offers, shocker, is prayer. You know, we all know prayer changes things, but how often do we not pray before we go out and look to impact the world? And so she talks about a few things as relates to prayer. Prayer is among the most powerful tools we have as Christians to aid us in sharing our faith. And I'm going to add this. You can pray for people without their permission or a pre-notification. So you don't need to wait for people to ask you for prayer for them to say, hey, I'm struggling. I think I might want to come over to that side or I've been a believer, but I'm I'm struggling with, you know, moving forward or deconstruction. You don't need to wait for the ask. We don't need to wait for the ask. We can pray proactively for people that we see that we want to touch. The second thing, again, no pre-notification required. We don't need to say to people, I'm going to pray for you. We don't need to do that. We can just go and pray. Throughout the scriptures, we encounter God's people praying to him for guidance, wisdom, favor, and blessings. Jesus himself, and this is from Jay's writing, Jesus himself Model a life of prayer in his life and earthly ministry. So prayer is at the foundation of everything we want to do and touch. The second tip she offers is contextualize. This is so good. In addition to prayer, contextualization is necessary when sharing your faith with others. Jay writes, the Apostle Paul on contextualizing writes to the church in Corinth, when I am with those who are weak, I share their weakness. For I want to bring the weak to Christ. Yes, I try to find common ground with everyone, doing everything I can to save some. I do everything to spread the good news and share in its blessings. Family, a lot of times we use words such as being relevant and sometimes trying to be relevant can take us off the beating path of what we're trying to do. We don't necessarily need to focus as much on relevance and leaning into them as much as Contextualizing and understanding who them are (laughs) Yes, I said them are on purpose So you get it But who they are In order to talk to them Understand them Empathize with them And share the gospel Tip three Trust the spirit No matter how much we pray Or how much we adapt our witness We can do nothing apart From total trust and reliance on the Holy Spirit We know that some plants, some water And God gives the increase And I've said on that Tip number four, and this is the big one, take action. We often can get stuck in the laboratories of our mind and toss it to and fro. Yeah, if I do this, if I move this way, I want to shoot left and down the field, so on and so forth. We have to come out of the laboratory and put things into action, family. Hey, family, you know, we're always figuring out or trying to figure out, I should say, ways to help artists. And the ideas that we have could fill up a blackboard easily and just sticky notes of ideas that we have and we've talked about and one of the things we're trying to do again in this era of being more self-sufficient kind of DIY right do it yourself era is remove barriers and speed bumps for artists to get things done even with us and so we launch an artist speak section the artist speech section which shows right on the front of your page and it's almost like One of those sections, if you can remember the days of going into Blockbuster, you remember you used to have like the new releases wall, the horror wall, the action wall, the comedy wall, etc. But there was also a wall that was picked by two people, right? You had a section that were picked by store employees and then you had customers favorites. Well, this is similar to that, except it's the artist's favorites, right? It's the artist speak. And so now artists, when you go to the site and you go to the submissions form and you put news and such through, man, it's going to go through without some of the speed bumps. It will get to the page quicker because these are your words. This is your news. It is your event, whatever the case may be. And we want to make sure you can share it with those who frequent Holy Coaching. Hey, listen, I'm going to jump into some more music. And when I come back, we're going to go into the career clinic and talk about networking. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solutions, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Welcome back, family. As I said at the top of the show today, one of the things I wanted to talk about was networking. We talked about faith in 2024 and how you share your faith. But let's talk about how you might grow your network in 2024 if you wish to do so. And I'll start here. Like I said earlier, I'm an introvert, so I'm not a fan (laughs) per se of networking. It, It is something for me that takes work. But I will say over the years, I've learned some tips that has helped alleviate some of that, let's call it, I don't even call it pain, some of the discomfort, there you go, that has alleviated some of the discomfort over the years. And so I'll share a few tips that I've learned and um, that I've seen others talk about as well. So, so number one, reframe it. A lot of what happens when the word networking comes to mind for me, and I know many others, is I am going to try to get something from someone. That's, that's what comes to mind. When people think networks, they think about a way to get things done, a way to advance, a way to uh, get to this person I want to get to in order to get something. And I think reframing it makes a huge difference. And here's the reframe I want to suggest, that you see it as an opportunity to connect with people. It really is an opportunity to connect with people with no expectations beyond connecting with people. And you might say, well, what's the value of that? Well, see, that's that's it. That there is value right there in that, not as a means to get something, but just to connect with people. God created this for community. He created us to be in community. And one of the first things that we are told is to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. OK, if you're going to do that, how do you do that without connecting with people? How do you love more neighbors? Connect with them. So that's one 2 don't keep score. <laughs> one of the things that can happen with networking is, you know, you get trapped in this mindset of how big is my network? Things like LinkedIn and whatnot actually, you know, put those numbers in front of you. Next thing you know, oh, how many connections do I have? No, 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 don't keep score. Focus on the death of the relationships and the people you connect with versus the width versus the you know this big breadth of network. Focus on the death of your relationships with people. Just think about one person. And the relational death you have with that person that matters much, much more. Tip three in conversations, work to be an active listener. And so we know when we're listening, we can go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's an active listener, every now and then in the conversation, paraphrases back what they heard, underscores key points that they believe they heard. And then looks for opportunities to add substance to that conversation, what the person's saying. So be an active listener. Tip four. Huh? This is a big one. This is a big one, family. Look for opportunities to give. How might you be of service based on what you've heard in that conversation? Look for an opportunity to share your gifts, your talent, your resources. And remember, resources are not just money. Resources are people places, experiences, etc., that you can share for the benefit of that person as you are actively listening. Tip five, and I'll have three more tips. It's total seven. Tip five, pick your places to network. You don't have to be everywhere. Every time you get an email for a networking luncheon or breakfast or dinner or snack, <laughs> you don't have to show up for it. Pick the places where you will network. Pick things that make sense for you. It may make you know certain sense to be at certain industry events or certain neighborhood or uh, community events, certain church events, etc. Pick the places where the scene makes sense for you to be and network. Tip number six: Maintain those relationships. So, again, it's not about keeping score. It's not about, quote unquote, how many I know we're more virtual now, but how many business cards you're getting from people. But actually focus on maintaining those relationships. When will you do some follow up after the initial meet? When will you or or how will you qualify those? You may say, "Mm, I want to move this from that initial meeting and an email exchange to I want to have a virtual Zoom session with them, right? Virtual lunch or I want to go Yeah. Well, how about this? Have a physical meeting with them and continue to grow that relationship. And then the last thing is attend events regularly as that will help you kind of routinize how you do all those different things, right? And get more comfortable with it and remove again, some of the discomfort. So as I said before, pick your places, but then once you pick a place, attend events regularly So again, it becomes a a part of your framework, a part of what you do to network and grow relationships for (laughs) the benefit of connecting with others and that being the benefit alone. You are informed, empowered and can now be accountable. What were some of your takeaways from this episode? I always enjoy hearing from you, so please share. Additionally, if you have questions, hear some things that are new to you or need some clarity on some of those things, I am here to serve. Go to our website at thecoralingsolution.com slash podcast. Right below the show notes, you'll see a comment section. Tell me about some of your takeaways from the episode. You can ask your questions. You can mention challenges in the areas that we cover or tell me about guests you'd love to hear from. Alternatively, you can do the same through social media channels of Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. Thank you as always for linking up and I look forward to seeing you next episode.